Hello and welcome back to the Real Talks Robin podcast with me, your host, Robin. I am an online fitness professional and I help women change their lives and build confidence through realistic exercise and nutrition. My goal for this podcast is to share my experience of years of toxic dieting, which led me to have a terrible relationship with food and poor body image. But by overcoming this, I want to help you through my story without all the nonsense of the fitness industry. If you'd like me to cover anything specifically or simply just share your feedback with me, feel free to reach out via my social media pages at Robin Drummond Fitness. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Enjoy. Hi and welcome to episode one with Real Talk with Robin. I am so grateful, first of all, for everybody that listened to the little small trailer. I just wanted to pop it out there and get over my fear of recording. And I think we had like 120 of you listen, and that's absolutely incredible. I must say, like recording a podcast is really funny because I'm literally sitting in my attic and speaking to myself. just up here having a conversation with myself and with the hope that people are going to listen to the conversation that I'm literally just sitting here having with myself. It's um, it's just quite funny, but I'm sure in no time I'll get absolutely used to it. I'm sitting here with my cozy dressing gown on, just like, Robin, what are you actually doing? So anyway, episode one. I, over the next few episodes, I'm going to delve a little bit deeper into sharing things or just getting a little bit more personal so that we can connect with each other a little bit more and you learn a little bit more about me before we delve into any bigger topics. So with Real Talk with Robin, I I always find when it maybe came to any kind of Q&As that we had or any discussions that the topics that we discussed were only ever like two or three minutes. And you know, sometimes everybody doesn't have time to sit and maybe watch Q&As or listen back to them. Or a lot of the time on social media, if I was to share a post, they are quite wordy. Um, so I'm hoping that maybe by doing the podcast that, you know, it'll give everyone an opportunity to maybe, I'm saying this in the hope that everyone's going to listen, um, to listen to really kind of what's, what's happening, who I am where it all started and especially with RDF um, as well. So I do do plan to talk a little bit about that over the next few few episodes. And then as I say, if there's anything specifically that you guys want to know about or you want to learn or you know I'd love to even have guest speakers on and we can talk about more about specific topics and things that you really, really struggle with. So I've had amazing comments so far. And as always, you can just reach out at any time and just let me know, because as always, and I say this in every video I do, I'm more than happy to help. So it's lovely to meet you. And as I think many of you may know already, my name is Robin. And as I say, for episode one, I want to just share with you a little bit more about kind of who I am. Because when I actually kind of first went online two years ago I don't actually think people knew that I did this as a job well not online but as a personal trainer or as a fitness instructor that I actually did this because I was employed and I didn't like 
I didn't need to be online. I wasn't an online coach. I did have aspirations to be, um, but because I didn't need to be, I think, you know, I literally popped up in 2020, been like, hey guys, like, you know, I'm a PD. And everyone's like, who even are you? And I didn't even know that's what you did as a job. And I'd actually been an instructor five years prior to this point. So I really look forward to sharing that with you, a little bit more about kind of my experience as an instructor. And a lot of my own kind of personal struggles along the way, I have what felt like tried to diet forever so far in my life. Well, not more, not more so not recently, but I, I did it all the the kind of opposite ways or the ways that we really should do and I kind of kind of got caught up on everything and end up you know bodybuilding I, I competed twice like you would think after the first time I would have been like Robin this is so toxic like what are you actually doing <laughs> but I didn't even recognize that like I literally thought it was going to solve all my problems and it didn't it made it totally worse I have tried every fad diet I think except except going to like slimming clubs I've never ever done that but I'm very aware of them um but like your fad diets like I was going to say the actual brand but I better not do that <laughs> let's not get into trouble but things like shake diets um pills I've had every kind of fat burner I've believed everything I read and and I think by doing that it unfortunately really impacted my relationship with food and it impacted the way that I seen myself and looked at myself and actually as of today I'm actually the heaviest like as per a scale that I've ever been in my life but I'm actually the happiest healthiest and fittest I've ever been in my life which is so crazy because like for years I was constantly constantly just wanting to be thinner I would always just presume being thinner would be make me happier and like how wrong I was in that process of thinking that like it just made things so much worse it really affected everything I did even like my current relationship it would affect the way like friendships my social life and um, and even like family events I'll never ever forget when I actually refused to go to a family member's 60th because I was actually dieting and I I never really regret anything like I don't I've never regretted anything but I would say that that was one of those moments I could have been close to regretting something was the decision to choose dieting over attending a party because had I just known how to manage that occasion you know like I could have just went to the party and what's worse it's as a family member so yeah you know the dieting can send you in horrible horrible directions and paths so I really as I say I really hope that I can share and dive a little bit deeper into that because my aim now I suppose like especially entering the on, online world when we started RDF RDF actually originated as lockdown legends so that was just a Facebook group so literally at the start of the pandemic I you know couldn't teach like many many people and you know nobody had a clue what was going on so I decided to create the Facebook group and at that point I don't even think it had a name when I first started it anyway it was called lockdown legends and 
we still have some of our original lockdown legends now when I think about that name I'm like Robin that's so cringe but it's so good I love it because you know <laughs> anything to make anybody feel positive during that time right so we made lockdown legends and it was amazing and we only had quite well we had about 20 members ish and within eight months we reached a thousand women now I remember the current employee that I worked for at the time had asked me it must have been about March to go online like and help teach with them and I was like absolutely no chance can't do it I'm so anxious and I still have the email I don't think I've ever shared it but I probably should because I think a lot of times people might look outside in and think oh wow like Robin's really confident or you know she could like how can she do that and I honestly for weeks put this off going online couldn't believe it can't even believe I'm sitting here having this conversation honestly because gosh if I had like if someone had asked me to do this like years ago I'd been like you're actually joking so we went online and after being absolutely terrified to do so uh, we went and did it and we created RDF which was absolutely incredible. But one thing it really identified was I was not alone when it came to severe diet, like diet culture and people constantly being on diets. And I was like, this is just not, this is just not okay. And the amount of people that had never been truly educated in nutrition or exercise was unbelievable and there's still so many people in the fitness industry that completely sell lies and it's so sad because I don't know why we don't just help people with the truth because you know you're far more relatable as a human being if if everybody just did that so anyway when we embarked on RDF um I was really open about you know a lot of the diet struggles that I had and I never ever expected the response that happens you know since I've since I've shared that um and it has been has been a wild one and I would say really the last two years actually probably starting RDF has really allowed me to be far more comfortable myself like love your body and I, I honestly hope if you're listening to this right now and you're somebody that isn't in that place I honestly can assure you that it absolutely is possible to to feel content in yourself. There's a fine line between wanting to lose body fat because it's better for our health and you love yourself to the point that you want to make those changes because it's good for you to make those changes. But also, you're not going to be any happier by like losing body fat. It's not just automatically going to make you happy. I was completely miserable in every approach that I took and I tried to resist trying to do it properly let's call it I suppose and you know I'd be on my PT course learning obviously to become a personal trainer and people would be like oh yeah just encourage your clients to like park their car further away or like take the stairs instead of the lift and this was like 2014-15 I was hearing this stuff and I'd be like oh this is a load of nonsense a load of <laughs> little did I know I'd be here literally eight years later literally telling people to do that and I think the problem is we try to we well we, a lot of us overcomplicate 
a lot of these journeys and a lot of the goals that people have and you probably overcomplicate it for yourself as well and actually the most simplest change is literally like parking the car further away walking where you can taking the stairs and like instead of the lift is so important so yeah i think we really need to kind of reiterate like really simple habits as well so i have been a qualified personal trainer or gym instructor or I entered the fitness world in around 2014-15 and it's actually funny I remember I remember sitting on a bus one day could drive at this point and I must have subscribed to some fake course or something I've seen online to become a PT that that would have helped me do it like cheaper so there was absolutely no way I would have ever been able to afford to buy a PT course there would have been absolutely no way my parents could have done that um and just just an exact just just to kind of throw it out there PT courses are about two and a half thousand pound there's absolutely no way I could have done that I remember signing up to this thing and I got a phone call on the bus and like must have been like a telephone interview I don't know I think you go on Indeed and there's like this PT stuff anyway I was like oh my dreams are come true I can be a PT and anyway thankfully didn't didn't fall into that trap I also didn't have any any qualifications and I've spoke about this quite a few times online I literally had zero qualifications at this point in my life I will talk about that probably in, in greater depth <laughs> in another episode however I went to college and studied business and I don't actually know if I've ever shared this story now I studied business management and was doing accountancy and obviously business management and by the way like if only I knew how much I would actually have benefited from learning business management like who knew and good old student loans you know we're like you know if you need a student loan I was like yes I must have been like 17 I'll have that money um and I took my student loan and at this point I never ever thought like oh like I could you know what what would I use it for or I just I actually had no idea why I even went to college to do business management have no idea and I think I just felt like I had to do something because other people were doing something like I had no direction in life like when I moved over here from um from Glasgow because I'm originally from Glasgow and I've lived here since 2012 when I did that I entered sixth year with like no friends I didn't know anybody I didn't know anyone in the local area and I tried to attempt to do six year and it totally just didn't go well it didn't go well so I left and I started working in McDonald's and that was my first ever job and I loved it it was actually so good although I ate McDonald's every single day can you believe that so I think I went to college because I literally felt like I had I had no I, I had no idea like how did people know what they wanted to do in life why was like why did I not know what I wanted to do but deep down I always did like I'd always been a very very active kid I did fencing the sport fencing for years since the age of four um, and I competed for 12 years in fencing and I actually had to step back from fencing because 
had a knee operation. I had knee pain continuously for years and thankfully was able to get keyhole surgery in my knee and I'd had some sort of kind of like degeneration in the cartilage. And that's also why I don't teach a lot of high impact classes now. So I'd always been very active and I'd always known, I'd love PE and school and I'd always known what I'd love to do, you know, but like how how can you how can you do that with no qualifications and no money? So I'm back on this journey to go to college because, you know, I had to do something with my life and maybe it'll help me find my purpose or maybe it'll help me find my path. And went to business management. It was great. I got in and yeah, I just did not pay attention. I just skived. Anyway, SAS gave me money. Thank you so much, SAS. Literally changed my life. <laughs> and here, here was a student loan three grand. I was like, Kushte, what am I going to do with this money? And it came all at once as well. Very happy. Anyway, I made a choice to leave college, take the money and spend every single penny of it on becoming a PT. And that's exactly what I did with my student loan. I paid for the diploma, which means I could do my level two and level three. And that's exactly what I did. And I actually still think I'm paying off that goddamn loan <laughs> to this day. But it was the best, best decision that I'd ever, ever made was, was taking that opportunity. And I'll never forget a woman called Sharon. I hope she would listen to this. And it's a quote that has literally followed me for my life, which is fortune favours the brave. And she told me that when I was like at college that day. And she was like, what have you got to lose? And she was like, fortune favours the brave. And I remember when it was like my, must have been my 18th birthday or my 21st, Sharon came along and I remember she bought me um, a makeup palette and it said fortune favours the brave on it. And it's a phrase that's literally followed me like forever. And it's so true. And that's exactly, that's exactly how I became or how I started or was able to start becoming a PT was thankfully because I just decided that going to college was something that everybody you know had to do or the pressure you know when you're in school and you think you have to get hires or you think you have to get degrees and like albeit yeah I have a degree now but it's applicable to what I do and I needed or I didn't really need it I suppose um but but because of that pressure it led me to to go to a course that I just generally was like, I don't, I don't even know why I'm here. I've always kind of deep down known what I've wanted to do. And there we have it. That's literally how I was able to take that first step. So that was my kind of initial journey to becoming a PT, um, which is awesome. So as I say, I am actually Glaswegian. I don't know if any, well, I don't know if you can tell in my accent. I think I've got quite a bland accent and unless I've had maybe a few gins, it might actually start coming out, but I don't think it's like a proper strong Glaswegian accent. And I've lived over here for um, 10 years now. And it's been absolutely fabulous. Moving over to Fife was the best thing we did as a family. And it's absolutely incredible. I've met the best people, met my absolutely incredible partner. I've, you know, progressed in the fitness world. It's been absolutely incredible. So I've lived over here now for 10 years. And it's been absolutely amazing. And when I embarked on my first 
little part of my fitness qualification, which was my level two gym instructor. I was so, so lucky. And I've no idea, actually, like, I've still no idea how this ever, ever, ever happened to me. I remember, like, so funny when you reflect back on your life. And I'm actually really enjoying this podcast because it's actually really forced me to reflect back on a lot of these times. And I really hope by this point you're still listening and you're listening to me just rambling on about my life. Um, And I remember starting the Level 2 Gym Instructor. And when I say, when people look maybe in and they go, oh, wow, like Robin's teaching online or she's doing a Q&A or she's doing a live workout or a live video, like the confidence that she must have. And I honestly really want to reassure you that I was a complete opposite human. I actually had to just practice this to become more confident. But when it was my level two gym instructor, I swear I cried all the time. Even in my assessment, I just cried. I hated, I hated people watching me. I hated like when when I was asked a question on the spot, like honestly, would just cry. And it was the worst experience ever. But somehow managed, somehow managed to become a level two gym instructor. And the last kind of part of my journey that I'm going to share on episode one was actually getting employed. And this is the employer that I'd worked with really up until the pandemic. So it was my local um, council facility and I, at this point, had a job in Edinburgh and it was, to everybody, it would have been an absolutely incredible job. But again, deep down, I always knew there was something maybe missing or it just wasn't for me. And I was an events coordinator and it was amazing. I got to like, I seen people like, um, what was his name? Oh my goodness, I can't remember. Anyway, but I also met David Attenborough. Yes, I absolutely was in the same room and catered for David Attenborough and also got to sneak into like the sound room to like watch his speech. And I can confirm he sounds exactly like he does on the telly. Amazing. Still got the video to prove it if anybody doesn't believe me. And at this point, I had the only gym experience I ever had was my own. And that was when I'd entered the gym that was the only gym experience I'd ever had and then going to be a level two gym instructor and I'll never ever forget getting a job with my local council facility with zero experience and one qualification and that pretty much changed my life and um maybe he might be listening but I'm I have to absolutely thank Callum for that Callum was the gym manager at the time And if it wasn't for Callum, believing in that I could do it, God only knows where I'd be. And I was very, very lucky. I was with that company for five years and absolutely managed to progress up, you know, and the amount of courses I did and the amount of education, the amount of classes I did, it was absolutely incredible. And I just look back and think, God, how did I, how did I even get that? But the funny thing is that this was probably the second risk I'd ever taken in my life was that because I had got a gym instructor job but it was a casual gym instructor job and that meant zero hours and only when required and at this point I had a full-time nine-to-five full salary I mean what what more could you want it was Edinburgh it was on George Street it was a fabulous prestige job you know it was amazing and I was like nah 
I'm going to leave all this wonderful benefits of the job to work for a zero-hour contract. And I think at that point, my mum probably could have killed me. But my dad, on the other hand, was like, go for it. Just hand your notice in and, you know, and it always reminds me back to when Sharon said, fortune favours the brave. And, and I think when we talk about, like, taking risks, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and encourage you to take crazy risks, obviously. But sometimes we have to take those risks because you never, ever know what's on the other side of them. If I'd never just, you know, been like, oh, screw it, I'm going to leave college, I'm going to use this money and do what I really, really have always wanted to do with something in the fitness world or something in in exercise, if I'd never taken that risk, I have no idea what would happen. If I'd never taken that risk to leave a full-time job, full salary, full benefits for a zero-hour contract, again, who knows what would have happened. So sometimes, you know, the biggest lessons I've ever taken from that, when I am now faced with these decisions in life, especially now running RDF, I'm like, Robin, you've done this so many times now, like you're faced with this path. If you don't, if you never take that risk or take that chance, what's the worst that's going to happen? Like the worst case scenario is it just doesn't go to plan and that's fine. It's a pivotal moment in your life and you find what works. So I am so grateful for those experiences. And I don't think I've ever shared those two individual stories in terms of actually how I decided to become a PT or decided to act. Well, that was the only way I could have literally have at that point in my life ever afforded to do anything like that. Um, so yeah, it's really crazy thinking that, but wow. So anyway, um, I, yeah, just really wanted to share that wee story with you. And I am very grateful for you listening. It's only episode one. So I made myself a promise that I wasn't going to be hard on myself to make this like super long or like commit to doing like 45 minutes or anything like that. And moving forward, I just want to say that the episodes won't be that long. So I think I will leave you with that today. And hopefully through that little story, there is somewhat of a little lesson that you can take and apply in your own life. And as I say, sometimes, you know, talk to people about things like motivation and being uncomfortable in life. And we do often have to take those pivotal risks that yes are scary it's like when you get offered a new job that feeling it's like oh my goodness it's so exciting but I don't know what to do is it going to work you know am I going to fail like am I going to like it or you know am I it's all these questions that happen and the thing is you never ever will know until you literally just take the opportunity and take the chance to go find out because as I say, the worst thing that's going to happen, it's just not for you. But any of those pivotal moments that I've been faced with to this point up until now have never been like that. They have always, always, there's always been a learning message behind each and every single one of them. So yeah, I am so grateful to everybody who's listened today. As I said in the last one, I'm so grateful for your support right now. So if anybody wants to continue to screenshot today's podcast and let me know on social media if you have listened. You, if you don't already follow me, you can over on Robin Drummond Fitness 
that's my handle for every single social media platform that exists. So please do screenshot and let me know if you've listened today. I would absolutely love it. As I say, it's very weird sitting in a room (laughs) in your dressing gown, (laughs) Um, just having a conversation. And I must say, like anything, it's always good to get that first one done. And I hope, you know, go get your first workout done, go get your first step done, go watch your first video, go and just do that one thing. Because if there's anything that you do this week, at least if you do one thing, it was one more than you'd ever intended on doing. Have the most amazing day, everybody. And I really hope that you'll come back for episode two.